0: Welcome to the 26th, the 26th, the 22nd podcast of I Bleed Pinstripes. I was getting ahead of myself. I don't know why I was getting ahead of myself. That would have been the El Duque edition of the I Bleed Pinstripes. Today is the 22nd edition, and I have no idea who I would even pick to put, because when you think about Yankees in number 22, well, let's go back. Uh, the first person ever to wear it, 1929, Gene Robertson, and then a prominent Yankee who... Uh, uh heard his name today. Uh, Lefty Gomez ward in 30. Um, going up the list and seeing people Tommy Heinrich he- Tommy Heinrich ward in 1937. Uh, let's see. Paul Wainer, ward in 1945, Red Ruffing ward in 45 to 46. Allie Reynolds, I forgot his nickname, but it was a good nickname. <laughs> Allie blah 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 Reynolds uh ward from 47 to 54. I think they call him the big chief. Uh, And he was obviously a very, uh, he helped those Yankees win five world championships in a row. Uh, let's see here. Bill Stafford wore it from 60 to 65. Fred Talbot from 66 to 69. Uh, Hal Lanier, 1973. Gil Patterson, uh, 1977. And I think Gil Patterson is actually a character. He plays Luke on, um. Oh, what's that show? Gilmore Girls. I could be wrong about this. I will check that as this show goes on. Uh, Bobby Brown, more to 1979. Rupert Jones, 1980. Jerry Mumphrey, outfielder, 81 to 83. Omar Moreno, 83 to 85. Gary Ward, 87, 89. Hal Morris. I think he was a nephew of, uh... oh, I could be wrong. Uh, anybody's, Everybody's a nephew. Uh, the, the infamous infamous Luis Polonia, uh, 89 to 90. Mike Witt. Who remembers Mike Witt, 1990? Scott Kamenicki, 92. And then this guy wore it. And uh, sort of uh, a lot of people consider this a big move that the Yankees made in sort of changing the uh, culture of uh, those late 80s, early 90s Yankees. Jimmy Key, 93 to 96. He won game six of the 1996 World Series, and I just love Jimmy Key. Got him from the Toronto Blue Jays. Actually, Jorge Posada wore the number in 1997. Mark Witten, 97. Homer Bush, 98. Um, Homer Bush, I think, batted at 340 that year. Tony Tarasco. (laughs) Who remembers Tony Tabasco Tarasco, 1999? Uh, John Lieber in 2004. He pitched great for the Yankees that year. Uh, Robinson Cano ward in 2005. Uh, Roger Clemens, 99 to 2007. Uh, let's see. LaTroy Hawkins ward in 2008. That would say, yes, after he had to give it up 21 because the fans were getting on his ass. Xavier Nady, 2008 to 2009. Colin Curtis, 2000. There's three in 2010. Randy Wynn, Chad Huffman, Colin Curtis. I don't I have no. who's Chad Huffman and what uh, social clubs does Chad Huffman go to? Greg Golson, twenty eleven. Couple guys, four guys here in twenty three guys here in twenty eleven. Aaron Laffey, Brian Gordon, Greg Golson, uh, Andrew Jones wore it. Uh, Travis Ishikawa in twenty thirteen. <laughs> I don't even remember. Oh, I do remember he was here for like three days. He had like the worst at bat, and they booed him. And like his after his first at bat, he's it was like good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Thomas Neal, Brennan Bosch. Boy, it seems like he was just here. We haven't seen him in a long time. And Vernon Wells, who took over number twenty two after he wore twelve uh, early in the year. Uh, He made the trade with uh, Alfonso Soriano, uh, who has been a very solid Yankee since coming back. And if you look at his numbers, crazy. The guy hit over, I think he's hit over 30 home runs. One of the few players in history to hit 15 home runs for two teams in one year. And also over 100 RBIs. And uh, he will be back for one more year next year. Yeah, that's it there. I, I have no idea. I guess I have no idea who would, re, who would recall this uh, episode, uh, uh, but we'll figure it out. So uh, I'm recording this on Friday, September 20th. The Yankees are uh, about to uh, start their last six games at home this year. There was nine games left. Yankees are three and a half back right now. They've got San Francisco for three. Uh, obviously, Sunday, the big day, Mariano Rivera Day. Uh, well, he will be feted and given lots of gifts and presents and cheered on. Uh, and then we have Tampa Bay for three, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I'm going on Tuesday, which is Mariano uh, Rivera bobblehead day. And I plan to get there very early because I think it's at first it said the first 18,000. Hey, we're, Jason, we're going to have to get rid of that beep. I'm going <laughs> to. I did not realize I had. Uh, my Google. Uh, ah, it doesn't matter. Anyway, um, so at first they said the first eighteen thousand fans get in. They get Mariano bobblehead doll. Now I've just read somewhere where it's at ten thousand. First ten thousand. I'm trying to get there at five. It sucks if I get there at five and I don't get my bobblehead. You know, and my girlfriend's going too, and she's she'll probably sell hers. Probably get a lot of money for that bobblehead. I'll let you know in the next pod what happens, uh, and then we're going. I'm going to the last game of the year, and uh, I would think that that game I know is sold out, as well as uh, Sunday's game, as well as Tuesday's game. Uh, and I would think even if the Yankees are down sixteen to nothing or up sixteen to nothing, Mariano will be entering, and uh, it will be something and uh, to behold that night. And I'm really looking forward. I'm looking forward to it's a bittersweet. It's a bittersweet moment, uh, saying goodbye to an old friend, and uh, I remember. God, I remember in the old stadium like ninety-five, either ninety five or ninety four, and I remember going to a game and Rivera starting the game. I remember seeing his pitches and just thinking, Oh and up to that point I you know, he left I think around the fifth or fourth inning and I was thinking to myself, boy, you know, he just he just doesn't seem to get that length and Obviously, uh, Buck Showalter saw something and put him in the bullpen. And if you remember in the '95 playoffs, he was just unhittable. And that's really when he, that uh, one for me as a Yankee fan, he started to come on. Um, but Buck really didn't understand what understand what he had because if you remember '95, I think Jack Black McDowell was the one who gave up the big hit. Coney pitched. Uh, he had lost faith in Wetland because Wetland was just getting bombed. But uh, in 96, uh, Joe Torre really harnessed that. In seventh and eighth innings, it was shut down time. And then Wetland would play around with fire. Uh, but I, th- those were great times. I mean, Mariano was just unstoppable. And uh, I would definitely say that we would not have those five world championships if it wasn't because of that man. Uh, he just, you know, closes it down and, you know, could have had six. Uh, I'll never forget that game, 2001 World Series. It did ball clears, uh, shortstop's head Jeter. And I think I sat on my couch for two hours. I didn't say anything. I just, I couldn't believe that the Yankees had lost. They were so close to that fourth championship, but what a world series it was. And I went to game, I went to the one game that wasn't that exciting. And I actually missed the president Bush throwing out the first pitch. I didn't know that I had tickets for that game. My friend calls me and she's like, where are you? And I'm like, I'm watching the game. And she's like, where are you? And I Immediately look at my ticket and I'm like, I'll see you in a little bit. And uh, by the time I got to Yankee Stadium, because the president was there, because it was right after 9-11, it was just really backed up. So I didn't get into the stadium, I think, until the bottom of the second inning, bottom of the third inning. Uh, I think Clemens started that game and Posada just hit a home run as I walked in. Um but uh, it was an emotional game. But yeah, nothing like games four and five uh, with Scott Brosius and Tina Martinez home runs. But hey, I, I saw them from home. They were great moments. They're nothing. It's stuff that I'm not going to forget. And also, uh, just hitting me, Mariano, the three innings that he pitched in 2003 versus the Sox, and and, and is what my is probably my favorite game of all time. Yankees down five two in the eighth inning, and they come back to win that ball game. And then, but Mariano pitching those three innings and just at the, after Boone hits the home run, he runs out to the mound and just, he gave it everything he had that night and he just collapsed on the mound. And it was just such a sight to see. And, uh, Mariano Rivera is, you know, if you look at the, uh, my Facebook page for IB Plinship, I have a lot of love for Mariano Rivera. And I, I, you know, I can't even say if he's my favorite Yankee of all I just love him so much. You know, Don Mattingly is you know, I think number one on my list, but Mariano Verrer is very close to that position. And, uh, it's going to be sad. You know, I remember last year when he, uh, after that first game, when he didn't have him out of the bullpen and David Robertson came out there, I think he blew the save and, uh, You know, it was just weird that there was no Inter-Sandman because it was a home game. There was no Inter-Sandman. It was a bizarre feeling, and I can imagine what next year is going to be like. And, you know, I'm glad that I got to enjoy the time, uh, realize that, you know, when you have these great moments, you have to enjoy those moments. And I'm glad that as, you know, as long as Jeter's been here, as long as uh, Mariano's been here, Posada, and uh, as we heard today, uh, Andy Pettit has announced that he is retiring so, it's going to be a bittersweet, uh, bittersweet time, but it's the changing of the guard here. And, uh, you know, th- we all knew that that was going to come. Nothing lasts forever. Anything that goes up has got to come down. And, you know, this Yankee team's really fought all year. And I, I feel like if it was in any other town, people would be like, this team is great. What a gritty bunch of guys, you know? But we look at these Yankees through the prism of, you know, all the other Yankee teams that have come before it and we expect so much from our teams. And if you remember those 90 teams, there, there, was an, it was a joy to watch, especially the 98 team. They just, they beat you every which way they were never out of a ball game. Uh, two six stats from that 98 team. Uh, I think they, they have the record for, I think they went 50 plus games where they either had a lead or were tied in a ball game. That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. They were in a, in 50 straight games. You know, they could have won 50 straight games. And then I think there were two games that year against Oakland, in Oakland and in Kansas City, where the Yankees were down about, I think, 9 nothing in the top of the ninth inning. And they both rallied to score 10 runs. And I want to also say that I could be wrong about this, but uh, Daryl Strawberry hit two grand slam, pinch hit grand slams to give the Yankees either back in that game or to take the lead in those games. And those teams were just amazing. They just had such a killer instinct. So for me, I, that's all I think of is like, I see those Yankee teams and you know, it's hard not to compare this team to those teams, but uh, this team has done a great job. And uh, you know, early on in the season, we were kind of like, well, how are they doing this? And then there was a rut there where the guys just stopped hitting you know Wells and Overbay really did a great job but then you know pitching catch up catches up to you after a while like when a rookie comes up he has a great start but the pitchers are going to get to you and then you've got to make that adjustment um but they did a great job and and really the big key was that they pitched they were in every, almost every game whether it was one nothing 2 to 1 3 to 2 they were in every game And unfortunately the pitching has just betrayed them here at the end of the year, whether they've just worked so much or, you know, CC really doesn't have, have it. And maybe he'll be much better. You know, he did have surgery, I believe on his elbow, but you know, I think they will be a lot better. I think hopefully he'll be better next year. That usually what happens with guys that get Tommy John surgery, it's not the year after it's that it's the second year after that they become stronger so hopefully that that'll be the the thing. Kuroda is just I I don't know he he could just be tired. He is an older guy, um, and like I said, Andy Pettit, uh, he will not be back next year, and so that's sad. And from what a little blurb that I saw, that he knew that out the whole time, but he is uh, he had a little rough patch there, but he has pitched a lot better, and uh, he's probably been the really you know the only guy that's really been very consistent. Um, in August, Nova was brilliant, but he has faltered a bit. Um, and, uh, you know, I guess I'm sort of, uh, I feel like, uh, you know, losing two out of three to, to the Jays. That's tough. We own the Jays for so long this year. And then I think the last two times we play played them, we've lost four out of six. You don't really deserve to go to the playoffs. And, uh, and to be honest with you, all these wildcard teams don't seem like they deserve to be there. Nobody's really taking this, um, this, uh, Nobody's really going out there and winning nine out of ten, you know. Um, everybody's sort of winning game here, losing a game there. It's sort of not, you know, it's been weird. Um, but the Yankees are only three and a half out, there's nine games left, anything can happen. I'm a, po- I'm a positive Yankee fan, I've always been, but um, <clears throat> I guess I'm just sad about Andy and Jeter. And you know, it is the changing of the guard, but th- that time was to come, and uh. You know, I could also see Cashman leaving at the end of the year. I think he did sign a three-year contract recently, so we'll see about that. Also, uh, Girardi does not have a contract at the end of the year. But, again, uh, these are things we probably should talk about later. Um, Since the last time we talked, and I'm not going to do any recaps because, you know, uh, the last time we talked I think was like Tuesday the 10th. Uh, The Yankees had just lost a game to Baltimore, and they had just lost uh, three out of four to the Red Sox. And they lost a tough two to four game last Monday. Uh, And then amazingly, they won three out of four in Baltimore. I mean, I I was, you know, they won seven to five, five to four, six to five, really good, solid wins against a good ball club. And I thought, boy, you know, maybe we got a chance now going into Boston. But, you know, Friday night lost eight to four. Saturday lost five to one. Sunday night lost nine to two. Um, And then Tuesday night in Toronto lost two to nothing. One Wednesday, four to three, and then lost six to two. Uh, I think out of the, um, I think the Yankees didn't score in twenty five or twenty four out of the twenty seven innings in Toronto, and it's just you know not the time for the bats to betray you all of a sudden. Uh, It's just been a weird season, Um, but I thought it was a nice gesture by the Red Sox on. Sunday, they uh, gave Mariano uh, an old timey chair from uh, Old Fenway Park that said 42. They also took the placard from uh, the Green Monster, which has only been used for Mariano uh, because nobody else wears 42, and he will be the last to wear it. Um, and they all had uh, the 2013 Red Sox sign it. Uh, they had uh, the cellos, they had a cello. Uh, quintet, a band, uh, posse, whatever you want to call them, but they were playing uh, Enter Sandman, which I thought was very classy. Um, Some people did not find what the Sox did as far as like, you know, it was kind of a a little bit of a roast in that, you know, Kevin Millar was talking about uh, 2004 and everything, and I think the Red Sox have every right to do that. I I think that for them to even do all that they did to give Mariano a check, uh, to give him the the placard to give him the uh, rubber and the bullpen is a great gesture. And I mean, these are our enemies, <laughs> you know, these are, in a sense, they are our brothers, but they are our enemies. Um, and I thought it was fitting, you know, I can imagine if it was reversed and what the Yankees would do for, for big poppy, you know, if they would even do something for that, let's say Pedroia down the road, you know, what would they do for him? Um, but I thought it was great. Uh, I think sometimes we take sports a little too seriously. Um, I love the game and that's all you want is just to, to have a good time. It, it doesn't need to be so, uh, we don't need to get angered about that. You know, Mariano seemed like he's fine about it. So I'm fine about it. I can only imagine what the Yankees are preparing to do for him on Sunday. Um, but I will, uh, I will not lie. I will probably shed some tears in the next few days and, uh, It's going to be hard to leave the stadium on uh, Thursday night. So anyway, I'm trying to think of what else. Uh, Just, uh, you know, uh, the last, you know, the Red Sox have just pummeled us. And, you know, I wish we were just in those games. But, I mean, we just don't have the pitching. And, you know, this is going to be a very different Yankee team next year. And, um, you know, we'll talk about that after the season. Uh, Again, I'm still holding out hope that we can pull something out here you know maybe win these next nine games at least win the next nine games and see where that puts you um you know we've seen crazier things ask some ask ask the Mets fans <laughs> they've seen some crazy things um but yeah, yeah that's it I just wanted to get to talk to you guys because uh the last week has been really busy and I haven't done a pod and I just wanted to do a pod to get out there um so hey watching all the games uh, I'll be there next week and uh, just keep pulling for this team, you know they do have a lot of fight. And uh, like I said, if this was the San Diego Padres, you know the, this place would be going crazy. We'd be like, we're still in this, and uh, you'd be like, oh, these guys are great. But unfortunately, we're the New York Yankees, and got 27 World Championships behind us. So that's uh, that's the bar has been set very high here. Anyway, guys, thank you so much, and I will talk to you soon. Later. <music> So just to let you know, if you want to get in touch with us, you should, uh, there's a couple ways. Uh, you can either email us at telsumo at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at iBleedPinstripe or check us out on Facebook, uh, facebook.com iBleedPinstripes or you can go to our blog, which is at www, you already should know that, uh, iBleedPinstripes.com. There you go. This has been a presentation of Hatfield Digital.